Welcome to the Pure Prophecy Podcast. This is Jeff, and in the studio with me is Steve. Hi, Jeff. Hello, and David. Hey. Hi. So, unlike many of our other podcasts where we started off with a word from the Lord, um, I feel like we should talk about um, some, some words that I've heard that are out there in Christendom. And one of them that is in particular uh, that there's two words. Um, one of those words is righteousness, and the other word is glory. And I've, I've heard some words that are being given that, for me, caused my spirit to go, whoa, slow down, what? Um, They they used, I'm just going to call it what it is, they used religious-type language. I mean, it was language that I was familiar with, but when I, when I was listening to the word, in my spirit, something didn't sit quite right. Mm. It's interesting about that. I remember, Jeff, years ago, I was sitting in this big, it was a big meeting. I think, matter of fact, it may have been one of those old CBU or something like that. It was a big meeting up at Montreat area, and then this was early, early on. And this guy in the we're worshiping. All of a sudden, this guy starts yelling out this prophecy, sitting up in the balcony, and so were we. Now we were sitting down. He was sitting up in the balcony. I was watching him, and um, I mean, it, it was coming out. You know, bam, bam, bam. It's just like it wasn't. You know, like somebody stopping there to think about it. It was just flowing. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a hard word, and it was it was one that. Um, you know, it's coming out and it says your righteousness is like filthy rags, which if you understand the context of Scripture, you understand what that means. And he went on and on about that. Well, I guess he'd gotten into a minute and a half or two, which is a lot by then. And finally, one of the, the guys in the front that was helping to lead the meeting or one of the teachers stood up and said, brother, please stop, stop. And he was going on, it finally stopped. And then he said, then he, he, he began to share, this guy at the front, he said, he said, a lot of your words are, are right, even scriptural, um, but the uh, spirit in which it's coming forth is not good. And which, you know, brings error and, and which means that you end up using scripture, but in a wrong way. Mm. So you hear the scripture, that, oh, yeah, this is biblical, but it's scripture that's not used in the right context or in the right, uh, in the heart of God. Let's put it that way. What is the heart of God here? Mm-hmm. I had never seen that done. I was a young believer at the time. I think it was back in the 70s. 
And I, while I'd been around prophecy and seen it, heard it, done it, etc., I had never been around someone like that judging in a big meeting, somebody judging prophecy, saying this is good, bad. We just we just would hear prophecies and say, okay, yeah, whatever, and move on. Oh, yeah, prophecy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is great prophecy, God speaking. Um, and uh, it co- of course, it really made me think. You know, I felt sorry for the guy until I saw him get up and just leave. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, okay, if this guy was truly, you know, uh, someone who was prophetic or whatever, he would have submitted to that in a good way and humbled himself, stayed there, and and, and said, okay, I missed it, you know. But he got it and bolted, you know. So that shows some kind of sen- sense of arrogance, like, well, I know better and yeah. I'm the prophet. Um, but I'm glad that guy did stand up and shut it down. And it's one of the things that um, if you want to keep... Uh, the evil out of the house, you've got to address the wrong motives. Um, In our teaching of prophecy, uh, if you're willing to give a public prophetic word, you should be ready to receive a public judgment of the word versus you could have taken the route of writing it all down, go find the leadership, give it to them and say, do you want to share this? Uh, Or I'm looking for permission to share this. At least you have somebody in agreement uh, before you even stand up there to give it. Um, but anybody that's bold enough to stand in front of 100 people, I hope that the shepherd of the house or any of the shepherds of the house would right there publicly address it because this will shut down false prophecies or false words. And I think it makes people secure when they know right. someone is going to do that. The thing that was interesting in this particular context goes back to what Jeff was saying earlier is righteousness was a word that was used quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been thrown out there all kinds of ways today. And I think there was one, there's something particular in that context that really bothers you. And, I, I you know, it. the problem that we get into is this guy was using a lot of Old Testament scriptures um, and stuff about, righteousness and where we are and thus saith God and blah, blah, blah. And there was no temper of, of God's ultimate truth that's revealed to us in Jesus. You know, he is the word of God. And he's also the, what, spirit of prophecy. So, It's coming out now, and it's pretty prolific, right, Jeff, out there about this? That's my understanding is that it's pretty prolific. Mm -hmm. Um, What what I have been exposed to is talking about a new righteousness, and I've kind of stripped it right down to the bare bones, but— I had to first first step for me was my spirit did not bear witness I'm if memory serves me correctly I I I just had a a uh, nearly overwhelming sense of something isn't right Mm -hmm. 
my first exposure was something isn't right here. Um, I didn't, I don't know that I could have put my finger on it at that point. I just, there was things that kind of were almost like fingers on a chalkboard, right? Or fingernails on a chalkboard where I kind of like, yeah, woo, boy, that. So I guess for me, step one was discerning from my spirit that, and the spirit of God in me was like, yeah, something's not right here. That didn't, that, that's not resounding with me. Um, The words were fit in context. I will say that. I mean, they were they weren't unfamiliar words to me. To your point, I mean, could have been straight out of the Bible, as far as I knew at that point. But something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. That's what I remember. So I said, "All right, I wanted to spend some time with the Lord on that." And as it pertains to righteousness, right? As I was asking God and meditating on this and seeking him right what i where i landed was jesus's blood is my righteousness period i don't need anything more i don't need any anything new i i actually don't need anything old i i just need the blood of jesus period um and the more I pondered that, the more I realized how deceitful that was. To suggest that there might be some, some different righteousness than the blood of Jesus led me quickly down the path of self-righteousness, pride, right? Maybe even some arrogance. <clears throat> it, it led me away from my my standing my right standing before God I'm like wow that that I could go on that, that's just a scary a scary idea scary idea to me that that little iniquity that that, that little twist is such an off-ramp to such a bad place to end up um that I felt compelled to kind of share what I was processing through with everybody. So I guess I, my heart for anybody listening to this would be if you are listening to anyone talking about righteousness, pay attention to what they're saying. Prick your ears open. Be alert to what they're saying. And make sure that there's no little twists in there that would suggest anything needs to supplant, surpass, be made new, change. Your righteousness has already been established. It's more than sufficient. It's done. All right. We also have to look at old ways or old covenant you got to remember, John the Baptist was fulfilling the Old Covenant before the Messiah came on the scene and Jesus was baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit to fulfill his function. So what was John the Baptist saying? John was saying, get right with the Lord, get your house in order, get clean, um, repent. Um, These are Old Covenant words. Uh, If you hear that type of 
prophesying, um, they're in the wrong chapters. Uh, the Lord is not sending another Jesus. And Scripture says that when Jesus does come back, he's going to come as a thief in the night. So all these prophetic voices that say that they've heard from God and he's making all of these announcements, I don't think a thief in the night makes announcements. So Scripture is not in balance here. What we have is, is we're taking old terms and old things of old covenant and we're trying to apply them to go forward to prepare for the Messiah. And Messiah says, guys, you ain't going to get the same announcement before. So my logic and the standing of Scripture would say, uh, Jesus ain't coming back anytime soon, probably not in 2022, uh, because if you got all these people announcing this, no. Uh, the presence of righteousness is through the Holy Spirit, and that's in Romans 14, 17. It's peace and joy and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. I don't think that order or that third presence of God is changing anytime soon. Now, can we get new revelation through the Holy Spirit? Yes. Can it strengthen our righteousness position in Jesus? Yes. But if you're looking to do actions to create a greater righteousness, that's a falsehood. You can't do it because it's already established eternally. It's the presence of what Jesus did to give us forgiveness, and it's also the presence that he said, I'll send you another comforter, and he comes in my name, which means he's just as equal to Jesus and will help us do the fulfillment of righteousness, which is called into our right, into our right and into our uh, presence to, to walk forward in the Lord. That's exactly, so Steve, you're hitting on kind of, at least to me, the main point, right? And and I'm the the point behind this podcast is not to alarm anybody or instill fear in anybody. It's just to be alert and to be one with the Holy Spirit and and seek seek that comfort, seek that that guidance, seek that encouragement. I mean. It, if something isn't sounding quite right to you, talk about it with people. Find somebody that you trust and have a conversation with them about it. Um, because that's – all right, so I could go on a huge rant here. But to me, that's a big part of being a, a member of a body of believers, um, being in – the family where you, where you can have these these exchanges these discussions because it, yeah there's a there's an old hymn that um, bubbled up in me as I was praying about this that man I just I've been I, I'm not a great singer for those of you who are interested I'm not a good singer I like to sing but I'm a joyful noise but the the hymn that bubbled up in me as I was asking God about this is, um, my hope is found in nothing less than Jesus's blood and righteousness. In Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Um, all of those verses in that song are amazing and they're applicable. I guess the point that I'm trying to make now is, is Number one, be alert. And number two, be sensitive to the Spirit of God living in you, 
who's who's going to help you discern and not be deceived. You know, the word standard uh, is used. Standard's a good word. There's, there's a Old Testament scripture that talks about when Satan comes in, like a flood, God will raise up a standard. But I think what we have to understand is that anytime you hear that, the only standard that's raised up of righteousness or anything else is Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's our standard that we, you know. Now, granted, there may need to be a standard of that brought back and made new again in our in the forefront of our life. So, but it's not a new righteousness, a new order of some kind. It's it it's us, our eyes being opened to the standard that Jesus came and brought and sets and still walks in before us that we need to open, reopen our eyes to. And you can see that when you think about the way the world is and the way believers are getting to embrace so many things that are false, like this one, you know, embracing the fact that, oh, we got a new righteousness and, and so forth. To embrace those kinds of things that are subtle and coming through uh, all out there, you know, in the prophetic world. So it's, you know, and of course this could cause you to get, well, I'm just not going to listen to any of it. Well, no, you don't need to go there. You can learn to train yourself to discern. It's a good thing. Listen and train yourself in the Holy Spirit to, to discern what's good so that you're not deceived. You know, we need a lot more folks like that running around mm-hmm. um, yes. that, that, that can discern, that are sharp in that area, that, like, like Jess said, that felt in his spirit something was not right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, not just... Not just look at, oh, well, I know that person. I wouldn't listen to anything else. Well, listen, a stopwatch is right twice a day. Okay? So, yeah, there may be some some mess out there, but there may be some, you know, someone that's really putting out truth. And you want to catch it when it's true, when it's rich, when it's God. And you don't want to just dismiss everything. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Um, we can quote Scripture all day long, but if it doesn't have the spirit of truth in it, they're dead words. Uh, a good Scripture verse, First uh, John 4, 6 says, We are of God. He that knows God hears us. He that is not of God does not hear us. Thereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So this part about discerning, it's really picking up the spirit of truth behind the words or the spirit of error behind the words. And even Satan can quote Scripture. He just quotes half of it. But he does quote Scripture in telling Jesus to turn uh, these rocks or throw yourself off the mountain and you'll get caught up in all this. He's quoting Scripture. Um, So... Learning how to judge prophecy and a gift of the Spirit is discerning of spirits is learning to flow in the Holy Spirit that you're in witness by the Holy Spirit with you. You're going to get to the truth, and you may not have the true words. You may not have the Scripture words, but you will normally pick up the Spirit of truth first, 
and then you can go on your adventure to find it in Scripture. But this is a very good Scripture verse for you to begin to understand the discernment that's working through you by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So the the words that I have heard that I guess I want to... I'm, I'm raising the alert level on our righteousness, glory, and standard. Those, those words, if, if you hear them used, I'm not saying that they're not prophecy. I'm not saying that they're not, it's not being used correctly. But those are the three words that, that are kind of, for me, words that if I hear somebody use those words— my ears, I, I'm like focused in. I'm like, okay, and how are you using that? What's, what, what, is the, what is the message you're bringing with that? Um, and does it line up with Scripture? Right? Does it bear witness to my spirit, which are just some of the ways that we judge? But, um, and then, obviously, to, to have conversations about it, to talk through with people, but also to talk with the Lord about it. What is that? What is that? Is there something in that for me? Because maybe it is. Maybe it is used in a valid sense. Um, but in some cases, when it's not, it, it's tr- it's a tricky twist that leads you astray. And that's kind of the. I guess that kind of covers it. Well, let's bless the listeners. I thank you that you. You, Lord, embrace us, and I call for a stronger embrace to those that are listening today, that they know your love even to a greater depth, that you're pursuing us continually, and we're grateful, and you are dancing over us and our lives so that we can pick up the move of God from heaven all the way through the earth. Father, I bless the listeners that they begin to have glimpses of these dancings and have glimpses of these hugs and kisses from the Lord. Lord, I bless our, li- our listeners in Jesus' name with your presence and power to rise up within them and give them a discerning, an understanding, but with so tempered with your love that they may see and understand what is, what is the real, what is good, and to follow after that. I bless the listeners with more Holy Spirit, more sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, an increase in the Holy Spirit, that they would have the ability to perceive what the Holy Spirit is speaking to their hearts. Amen.